Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. What is up, friends, and welcome to Believe in the Dallas Cowboys. I am Jeff Cavanaugh from 97.1 The Freak in DFW. Which you can listen to on the iHeartRadio app if you're outside the listening area. 7 to 11 a.m. is where you'll find me. The show name is The Speakeasy. He is former Cowboys wide receiver Jesse Holly. Oh, Jesse Holly went 77 yards. It must be a reality show. And you can find him on DallasCowboys.com, A to Z Sports, and wherever the hell else Jesse chooses to be. Good afternoon, sir. How you doing? What's up, Jesse? I'm chilling. Just chilling, ready to talk about the Cowboy topics of the day. I got stuff on the wide receiver. I'm actually out here like, today's a rare day for me. I'm doing things I don't normally do in life. I am totally against um, manual labor. Totally against it. Um, I I gave up my body for a large majority of my life to not have to do manual labor. But I came to a crossroads. And this is the funny part as you get, this is when you get to the real adulthood life. And it's not that I am not financially stable because I am more than financially stable. I'm doing very well. But I make sound decisions with my money. So it came down to paying my, uh, my lawn care people to come by and change out the mulch, give it a fresh little uplift, which was on the docket until the car broke down. So then it came down to, (laughs) could I afford to get the car and the lawn done? Yes. But I just came to a point in time in my life where I refused to just spend a certain amount of money on certain things. So the car and the re-mulching of my flower beds came out to just about the same cost. And I thought to myself, you can do this. And so I opted to get the car fixed and I opted to do the mulch myself. So if you see my fingernails, my fingernails have dirt in them. I was cleaning out mulch. It's still some I have to do, but I, I went to Home Depot this morning, got my mulch. I felt like a man, got my mulch, got me a nice little rake, a shovel, one of those little breaks. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm sorry to the city that I live in, but I did put mulch in my trash can that I am going to put out on Monday morning, and you will take it because I'm going to put trash on top of it. Uh, but yeah, so very rare time for me. I'm sweating, uh, a little itchy. It's not really my thing. No, it's not gross. Really, not really my thing. Uh, I'm more of a kind of a you know gel manicure kind of guy. Gel manicures and, and, and mulch dirt. Yeah. Even though I have gloves, doesn't really work well. But yeah, so yeah, that's me today. Let's talk about Cowboys football. Congratulations. It must be mulch season because I have four bags of mulch ready to go, but I haven't started the work yet because it seems like a lot and it's hot out there. I started yesterday doing some trimming. I did about five minutes, dropped the thing, the shears, walked back inside and quit. Yeah, They're still sitting in the front yard. If anybody wants to steal my shears, they're just sitting in the front yard. If you're going to steal his shears, at least finish the job. Yeah, so, please. And then please. steal it. And I'll replace them. 
This presentation brought to you by our friends at Bet Online, your number one source for all your basketball info, stats, news, and scores. You get the latest odds and lines, the latest matchup reports for this year's NBA playoffs. They are your sports intel headquarters this season. Got you covered for all your insider sports wager needs. Basketball, MLB, hockey, golf, UFC, boxing, whatever. The fastest and easiest way to get your betting info, including live betting options in your favorite casino and card games available to play right from your home. Get in the action today. Head to the website or use your mobile device to join and use our promo code BELIEVE, B-L-E-A-V, to get your 50% bonus on your first deposit bet online where the game stops. Okay, so Let me also say this. I, I was trying to work fast because I'm a tad bit scared. This is, I don't know why I'm scared. I'm a little shook because my lawn care people work in the community <laughs> that I live in. And so I don't want them to come by and be like, hey, I thought you were going to have us do that. So I'm a little shook. So I'm trying to work fast before they come around my side of town. So yeah, let's get this show. I would be afraid of that. I mean, I'm getting rid of uh, uh, my pool company who's been letting me down, but I, I'm letting them reschedule the last one that they missed for like the third week in a row. They haven't come on the day they're supposed to. That's why they're getting fired. Um, but I'm not going to fire them. I'm going to let them do the last one, which got delayed. And then I'm going to fire off the email to their corporate headquarters. But go ahead and cancel that. Because um, I, I got a new guy lined up. We can make fun of Micah Parsons because I did see him at the uh, Celtics game, even though he was at the Celtics game when they played the Sixers and he was wearing a Sixers jersey. But then he went to see the Celtics while they're playing the Heat and the Sixers aren't in it no more. And he asked Jason Tatum for a jersey before the game. And Jason Tatum was like, didn't you have on a Philly jersey? And he was like, I was in Philly. Like, yeah. this is okay. <laughs> Which is just funny. <laughs> like, well, also seen Micah courtside with a Luka jersey on. Yes. And he's also, there's tweets out here of talking about the Golden State Warriors being his Warriors. So, Micah, you know, welcome, Micah. I do believe you could cheer however the hell you want to cheer, but I do think it's really funny to picture yourself cheering the way you want to cheer, and then the people you're cheering for know who you are okay. and can recognize you and call you out on it. Like, that's cool. If you're a sports fan who likes three teams in the same league, good for you. But if you are a famous person who then the home city that you play for is going to be like, what the hell? And then the next city that you go to, when you go to ask a player for a jersey, you be like, you literally had on the opponent's jersey two nights ago. Like, that's funny. Yeah, Micah's a jersey whore. It's all good. Like, Micah. And the thing about it is, is that most, if not, there's probably a very small percentage of people that can actually whoop Micah. A very small percentage in this country that can actually whoop Micah. If, if, if they had a problem, what he would do. But Micah is definitely a sports jersey whore. Like, he's the dirty Diana of the NFL. I mean, the NBA, of the NFL, for the NBA. Like, he's behind the closed doors. And he's just, like, at every game. First of all, the frequent flyer miles on Micah Parsons has to be amazing. Because you watch one video, he's in Austin training. And then the same night, you see him, he's in Philadelphia, he's in Boston, he's in Miami. Like, the frequent flyer miles for Micah Parsons is amazing. But football, if this is, this is a fickle part of fandom in the social media era, if for whatever reason Micah has a slow start, a dip in production, the team is not performing or producing well, people are going to link that back to this. Oh, Micah spent his offseason at the F1 races, and he spent an offseason here. And there. I'm, you know it, and I know it. This is how fans are going to react if there's any. Now, he may come out and be an absolute alien, and we won't have this conversation. But if there's a slight dip in his performance to start this year, people are going to dial back to this and go, see, he was training one day, but he's off in these different cities wanting to wear different jerseys. And if for whatever reason 
the Cowboys lose to Philadelphia or they lose to Boston to, to the Patriots, memes of Micah in Boston Celtic jerseys and Philadelphia jerseys will hit the internet ASAP. Yeah. Okay. Well, I'll I'll be here if that happens to tell people y'all need to chill out and realize it don't matter. Um, but and I'll be here for that. First thing I want to go to because this is the top thing on my Cowboys brain when we're in the midst of a time when basically nothing's happening. Um, I do want to shout out to my buddy Skywalker Steele, who was like that off season daily show stuff. Uh, ain't for the I forgot what he said for the casuals or whatever. Like it's hard out here. Yeah, I'm glad to have a full-time job because I don't want to do Cowboys five days a week right now because, yeah, yeah, I, don't, I ain't trying to come up with that content. No. Yeah. So, shout out to Sky and everybody else that's yeah. doing it. Get after it, guys. Um, I did enjoy reading the Michael Gallup quotes, though, that I saw from Todd, uh, John Mashoda and Todd Archer from mm-hmm. ESPN and The Athletic where he they uh, talked to Michael Gallup, and he was talking about last year. He said, this year I'm, I'm going to be very confident that I'll be the player I was before the injury. It just feels different. I'm smiling every time I walk into the facility. Last year, I was thinking too much. My knee was sore. I never really had it like that, which I think at least two people sitting here probably told you all that he wasn't himself last year. And Some people try to pretend he was and that it was fine. Uh, Michael Gallup was not himself last year. The question is, what is good Michael Gallup? And is good Michael Gallup good enough that you can be confident that hell yes, this wide receiver group is going to be really good. Or are you still looking at him kind of side-eyed? Like, what am I getting out of Gallup? Cause I'm good. CD Lamb's going to be great. The end. Uh, Brandon cooks is going to be at least solid. The end. Michael Gallup is kind of the wild one where it's like, am I three deep at good wide receivers? Or is that just, I got to have a third guy out there. How are you feeling about Michael Gallup coming back uh, now all the way back from ACL? Yeah, I feel better. I, now I don't know what is actually going to happen, but I do feel better to know that the player and the physical part of it is further along than it was a year ago. I, I knew coming back off that injury that there was going to be a struggle. I just you and I you knew what I knew it, um, but now having gone through that, having an off season where he doesn't, to our knowledge, didn't have to go back in and get anything cleaned up or get any other surgeries that, that done on that knee or any other lower extremity, now he has a healthy off season to kind of really see. He used that first half of the season to try to get his sea legs back and try to get things back underneath him. Now what he was supposed to be doing really and realistically is now using the off season to do that. So I think that's an important factor for Michael Gallup. And, and I feel good about it. I feel good that the progress will be there. Now, we all know that injuries, once you start cutting open and restructuring all that kind of stuff, that can also have uh, a longing effect. So will he be the same player? I don't know. The good thing is with the addition of Brandon Cooks, because now Noah Brown is not your number two, or how Michael Gallup is not your number two, or we're begging for Simi or Jalen or anyone else or James Washington to come back to be your Dennis team. Houston, baby. Houston. Um, Brandon Cooks is a much more reliable number two, which takes the pressure off Michael Gallup to have to, to play that role of the number two. Uh, you know, he's already got his contract and, and now he can just kind of almost kind of lay in the weeds and be that sneaky threat for the Cowboys in a sense where if you're matching him up now with your number three, if he gets anywhere remotely close back to what he was, now you have a legit number two level, a uh, talent type level going up against a cornerback, uh, a nickel or third corner. And that, that will, will definitely pay dividends for the Cowboys offensively in the passing game. Um, but 
in the words of someone who I don't get along with well, um, we'll find out. We'll find out. Uh, yeah, just go run slants on third corners, and life will be good. And every once in a while, run your ass down the field. I'll be honest, this whole career, I don't like the way that they used Gallup. Like, watching him in college, the way they've used Gallup seems like he was just their bombs away guy. And I'm like, that's never really been his game. But he managed to win, just kind of wrestling right before the catch point. He managed to make some plays like that. But I want to see an efficient Michael Gallup, because when I look at his career, uh, 2019 was his best year. That was still just 58% of his targets were caught. Now it's 17 yards a pop because they were they were down the field targets, uh, but last year 52 percent and only 11 yards a catch. Like that's awful. Yeah. So he needs to get back to 60 percent of the time you're targeted, you catch it, and we get some we get some solid results. And maybe Brandon Cooks can catch some more deep balls, and C.D. Lamb can get some deep balls, and we're not pretending that Michael Gallup is our our vertical guy because that was kind of weird. And it's weird. I have all these different complaints about the Cowboys' offense, and they just keep scoring the most points in football. Um, so it's all football is very strange. Uh, other guy I want to ask you about is Jalen Tolbert. And I'm going to ask you about this with a story. Cause I was hoping they would add another receiver because with a little side eye at Gallup and what are you going to be when you get back? And if any of you get hurt, I got nothing behind my top three wide receivers and Jalen Tolbert had trouble even getting on the field last year. So I've kind of become acquaintance slash friends with the Nooch, Ben Danucci. And so I want to try to take what I was talking to him about and relay it to Jalen Tolbert because we talked about the Nooch when he had to go play that Sunday night game for the Cowboys. And he was like, I mean, you got to realize, and was very candid about it because there's nobody was going to report on it except I'm about to. He was just like, like I played at James Madison, man. Like I played, I played at a small school and I, I played good football. He's like, but then I was in the NFL getting no reps because you're third or fourth string or whatever. He's like, you get no reps. And then one day they come to you and say, hey, are you ready to play Sunday night football? And it's like, I guess. Yeah, sure. I, I have. You haven't let me throw any passes to any of these people. I've gotten no reps. I didn't play three or four years at Bama, but shit, sure, I'll try. And after hearing it that way with Jalen Tolbert, can you have hope? that is a third rounder from two years ago that he could come into this year and be like, okay, you've done a year of this. Maybe what we saw at South Alabama, we've got a chance to see this year as opposed to going, no, nah, dude, we had a year. You had nothing. You've got nothing. Yeah. I think it's the same along the same lines as what the neutral's talking about. It's, it's, <laughs> I come from this small school and again, with college, you have to remember like a lot of these offenses now are, one word offenses, two word offenses. Hey, we're going, we're going Colorado right. And in Colorado is the, the, the formation, it's the protection, it's the routes, it's the ch everything. And then you come to the league and you have to now read a paragraph and know where to go. And, and you know, you have adjustments that happen that have to be adjusted while you're actually running your route, right? Like, cause you can start, and then at the snap of the ball, the, the coverage can, can shift one way. You go here, you go here. And now you have to adjust to that. And so coming from an office like that, when you don't, and you're not facing the Alabama talent, you're not facing the, the, the SEC or the Big Ten or Big 12 or the ACC talent every single week. Now you come into there and you have to now raise your level of ability to play against high level talent every single day. 
And then sometimes it is overwhelming to hear an offense and be able to retain that information throughout the play. I mean, when he got his opportunity, and I, 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 I believe this in my heart of hearts because I've been there. When Jalen Turbot lined up offsides, well, he, I, I mean, when he – and you're like, they're like well, Swimming. There are so many things that are going through his head. Like lining up was the very last thing that was going through his mind. And I'm like, he's looking in at the football, but I promise you he's not there. His mind is about, okay, that, okay, I lined up on the left. This is the play. What was the cup? No, wait. Was that the play? No, what do I have? Am I the X? Am I the Z? Wait a second. Oh, snap. <laughs> and the ball snaps. The corner's and he, off. And if the corner's off, I'm supposed to read it this way. But also the guy inside me, what route is he running? I don't want to get in the way of that route. <laughs> so for him, I, I think there's still hope. And look at me, I'm just optimistic just today. I'm out here doing yard work. I'm, that's two optimistic takes in a row. Wow. I do think there's still hope for Jalen Tolbert. Um, and and, and it, more than ever right now, because of the lack of depth behind Cooks, CeeDee Lamb, and, and Michael Gallup, this is your opportunity right now. I will also say, while you're out there, Jalen Tolbert, if you're listening, get those special teams, personal protector, gunner, whatever it is, because that's going to get you a uniform on Sunday. And who knows, you may find yourself in a Niners game in overtime when the quarterback's all injured and busted up, and you might want to play for your football team. All I'm saying oh, is... Oh, Jesse Holly went 77 yards. Yes, it you, must be a reality show. Appreciate you, yes, VH1. Um, yeah, so I, I believe that there's still a hope because the athletic ability is there, right? The the, the intangibles are there. The run, the run, catch, jump, all that stuff is still in Jalen Tober. That, that hasn't gone anywhere. And that's what got the eyes of the scouts. That's what got the eyes of people wanting to draft him in the third round. Now it's just taking that ability with the mental part of it. And you hear the cliche all the time, football is 90% uh, mental, 10% physical. It's the 90% that if you don't know what you're doing, there's no way that ability is being able to be used properly because you're thinking too much. So this offseason, he should be well-versed in what the offense is. Now he should be able to go out there and just let it flow. I think he has probably the biggest upside of anybody on this offense uh, to help out this Cowboys team. So, damn, two, 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 two. That's wow. two, one, two and 20 minutes, less than 20 minutes. I'm, I'm, that's a good Thursday. That's all I had for today. If there's anything else you want to do, you let me know. Otherwise, I'm going to get the hell out of here and uh, go pretend like I'm going to do the lawn. I'll do about five to 10 minutes and I'll drop the uh, tremors again. Yeah. Um, that's it. Cause I think, I don't know if I got three positive optimism, optimistic. Let's things. get the hell out of here before yeah. Hater Jesse shows up. Uh, thank you to Bet Online for presenting this broadcast. Thank you to Jesse and thank you to myself. Uh, yes. Listen to 97 won the freaking DFW, damn it. Uh, and remember, you have no idea what anybody's going through, so be cool to everyone. Be easy. Eliminate the contingencies. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.